Hello, my dear tarot friends. Thank you so much for uh, waiting with me while I try and get this project off of its uh, feet again um, after a long unplanned hiatus. I know I have been um, away, but I have been thinking about this project for a long time. And, you know, I've got over 170 subscribers now, which is crazy. And it's just so, I'm, I feel so grateful that um, you're here and you're listening to uh, this little project of mine. I'm hoping to be able to continue this and finally finish the project with all 78 tarot cards done. But let's see how, how that'll go. And I hope you'll be with me for the entire journey. Hi friends, this is the Tarot Songs Podcast, proudly hosted by Substack. Did you know that there are two versions you can access now? Not only is this episode available in audio, it's also available in the written form. Just go to tarotsongs.substack.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified directly when the next episode is available. All donations are most welcome and it'll support production and give me a confidence boost to keep working hard for you. To make a donation, simply subscribe to a paid plan. You can cancel at any time. And remember, you can skip ahead to the music piece at any time. This is an open exploration of the intersections between tarot, complex trauma and divination music I've created for each individual tarot card. See you in the episodes. So there was a very brief window where I thought I would be able to commit to this podcast project again, but it disappeared like a wave reaching shore. <laughs> I'm still trying to grab those moments by their tails, but ultimately I think I have to change my approach to this project. Um, this just basically means I can't really promise how regular I'll be able to release uh, new episodes but I'll definitely do my best and later on in this episode I will um, go into detail about this new platform that I've joined Substack um, and also ways that you can subscribe and follow and get notified whenever a new episode drops. So this episode is about the Ten of Wands. My original idea was to feature the Tower as my 30th episode uh, for reasons of which I'm sure you can all guess. And while that's still very relevant, I think a better card to represent this, ep uh, this episode is uh, the Ten of Wands. The Ten of Wands is about carrying heavy burdens, being completely exhausted. I mean, we all know what exhaustion looks and feels like. And ironically, the pursuit of producing this project became somewhat of an exhausting, guilt-ridden drag for me. It was always churning in my brain in the background. And it was adding to my ever-growing list of things I needed to get done, but didn't have the energy or time to do. And I know this all sounds bad, but I, I promise you it's going to get better <laughs> by the end of the episode. So earlier this year, I caught COVID and I was really concerned with what it would do to my lungs and whether I could uh, ever sing again. I didn't want to push myself, so I left to sing alone for a long and painful time. 
Um, I eventually enrolled in a vocal class and learned some vocal hygiene techniques and found my voice again. Or more accurately, I found my confidence again. Very recently, I caught an online course hosted by a vocal coach, Arden Kaywin, and it was a free short introductory course about a new way of seeing our voices and uh, how traditional vocal lessons really fall short of a critical area, uh, which is our brains. And this course was um, specifically targeted at professional singers who have had some industry experience but want to grow. Well, at first, I didn't immediately see the link uh, between our voice and our brain, but as Arden opened up the concept more, a light went on in my head and I said to myself, oh, wow, this of course makes, uh, makes sense. Unknowingly to myself, having sought therapy and counselling for over a decade for my complex trauma, I found my voice through that process. And by voice, I mean my values, what was important to me, how I wanted to give back to my community and what I would fight for. Then listening to this course, it turned that unspoken journey of therapy and how it also impacted my vocal abilities and gave me more confidence and my uniqueness, which I always thought was a boon, a gift of doing healing work. Uh, listening to the course, it brought that out into the forefront for discussion. What felt like just happenstance was now being discussed by someone I don't know across the other side of the world. I guess when we are doing deep healing work, and especially on a collective level, there is that great resonance that ripples across time and space. While we can't escape our responsibilities, the ways we decide to carry them matters a great deal. For me, doing deep healing work led to the discovery that I am a really good advocate for others. And while I do carry the weight of others with me, I do it willingly and temporarily. I know how to channel my frustrations onto spreadsheets and Word documents, uh, where I make notes of every single thing that happens so I can clean, uh, clear my mind and trust that I can refer back to it later without losing anything of significance. I take great care in managing my chronic symptoms and I'm constantly adjusting to allow my body to feel and heal what it needs. I would be doing this work regardless of what and how I'm carrying my responsibilities. I have good and bad days and I'm not afraid to say no and take lots of naps throughout my days. Okay, so going back to the Ten of Wands. Yes, it is about heavy burdens, carrying too much to bear, not being able to say no to things. Um, The social media buzzword people pleaser comes to mind. Uh, I have most certainly been guilty of this all my life. And especially the past couple of years where I had to drop my life in order to care for someone full time. And it wasn't anybody's fault. It just happened. But what I did differently this time than other times Uh, was not punish myself for it, instead accepting that I had to do it because I cared and I made that choice. I knew it wasn't permanent, which made the choice a little bit easier, but I also didn't make it harder on myself and I asked for a lot of help from others too. There wasn't any of that victim mentality dialogue happening like you would used to and, and I guess that's really when I had realized that I had grown. 
So from here, I'd like to uh, read out an excerpt from Jessica Dawes' book, uh, Tarot for Change. Now, the context for this particular paragraph is that um, basically we grew up in an environment where our caretakers or parents or guardians may not have known how to check in with themselves or draw boundaries or know how to say no to others. So without good boundary behaviors modeled for us, of course we're going to copy uh, what we learn from our caretakers until we find a better way or until we realize that um, you know what we've learned throughout our entire lives is not really that good for us. So the excerpt I'm about to read is from this particular perspective. So Jessica writes with regards to uh, discovering your own boundaries. Uh, this is where you shift some of your attention inwards rather than always only ever outwards towards thoughts, feelings and sensations that arise when you interact with others. This way, you can start to notice what feels good and what doesn't and what it feels like when a limit's been crossed. Ask questions like, how do I know when I've had too much? And how do I know when I've not had enough? I thought this was a, a very um, accurate paragraph into how I kind of came into the concept of uh, learning about my boundaries. And that concept was so foreign to me, but I discovered uh, mindfulness meditation and I practiced it for about six months nonstop. It really helped me discover feelings in my body from like a visceral level. It wasn't a, a mental thing because I had always been like mentally uh, active, like my brain is always running. But this was something different. This was really tapping into my bodily sensations. So when I was stressed or anxious or if I was feeling really tired, how did that actually feel like in my body? Specifically, in what areas of my body did I actually feel those things? So it was a really interesting way of looking at it. And there was no judgment. There was no labeling. It was just simply being in my body and letting myself feel the sensations. And of course, some of those sensations are very uncomfortable. Um, there's another excerpt that I'd like to share with you all from Jessica's Tarot for Change, a book uh, on the Ten of Wands. And she includes a conversation that she overheard from her friend Charlie um, saying to a, a therapy group he was running about boundaries that people who consistently overextended themselves tend to oscillate between feeling resentful for saying yes and feeling guilty for saying no. As you keep saying yes, he said, resentment keeps building. The more you say no, on the other hand, the more comfortable you get with it and the guilt that once drove all your yeses starts to gradually subside. This is partly because of how misguided guilt so often is in the first place. It tends to be rooted in conditioning that you're responsible for other people's feelings, which you aren't. And when I reflect on Jessica's writings, as always she has played such a, a crucial role in my connection with tarot cards and uh, psychology and self-healing and all this therapy work, my reflection is this. I think working towards something that 
is ultimately going to uh, heal you, that's going to support you more, is very difficult work. And it, at first, it does not feel natural. It doesn't feel intuitive. And I think that's because it's a, it's a new skill set. I think learning to say no, setting boundaries for ourselves to protect ourselves, uh, working out what our values are and practicing this in every day is a real skill set that has to be learnt. If this wasn't modelled for us when we were young, then we'd have to discover how to do that for ourselves. So when I look at the Ten of Wands, yes, I do see burden and I do see a lot of uh, heaviness being carried by our protagonist on her journey to wherever she may be going. I also see that she's carrying it with responsibility, with awareness, and also perhaps even with boundaries because she knows what she needs to do. And in order for her to do these things, she has to say no to other things. And I think ultimately, when the Ten of Wands comes up, I think it is a chance for us to, yes, review uh, what is all the responsibilities that we're currently carrying that's weighing us down. But also, don't forget to look at how we're carrying them and maybe that um, we're actually doing the best we can with what we're given. So I'd like to end this section with a quote from Barbara Moore's steampunk tarot guide on the Ten of Wands. She writes that these realizations weigh heavy on her, but being a creature of wands, she doesn't despair. On the contrary, she discovers her own inner determination, strength and power. Shouldering what she created, her responsibilities, she uses her experience to light her way forward, bravely stepping onto the next as yet unrevealed card and into the unknown. Okay, so I'm going to introduce my new platform called Substack and I moved to this platform earlier this year and had made sure that all previous ep episodes are no longer being hosted on Spotify. The best way to keep up to date with these posts is by subscribing to my Substack. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast using your app, absolutely. Um, but Substack will allow you to read my posts not on the podcast and engage with me directly. So I shifted hosting platforms away from Spotify um, and I picked Substack because it met a few values of mine and it's allowing me to write alongside with the audio tracks. So I, my method is I tend to write first and then do the recording. So that suited me really well. Uh, and also I just wanted to move away from Spotify altogether and it felt like the right thing to do. Uh, mostly because I didn't really agree with the business value of allowing certain types of people in power to access millions of listeners and expose them to dangerous ideologies and unfounded claims. And I didn't want to participate on a platform that promoted, actively promoted, I should say, um, those types of people. And so moving away was, uh, was, was a no-brainer. I'm also going to open up donations because I do need help with producing these episodes. I do all the behind the scenes work and I do all the, the social media marketing. So I do everything. So that's why it takes 
a great deal of work and time to put it all together. Um, but you know, being able to release uh, these episodes has been a real pleasure for me, and I'm really grateful for everyone that's listening. So. I want to make sure and guarantee that access to all the episodes are free. So in order to do that, donations are completely optional, but absolutely appreciated. If you did want to make a donation, here's how you do it. Uh, when you first visit my Substack page, you'll be met with a subscribe or like an entry page. Um, you can enter your email in that uh, little field and get notifications immediately or you can opt to read first. When you click the subscribe button, no matter, um, no matter where on the Substack page, you'll need to enter your email address, then click on the payment option in the next screen. There are four options, all with free seven day trials. So you can subscribe monthly for $5 a month. You can subscribe annually for $50 for 12 month period uh, there's a option called founding supporter which is a payment of uh, above $50 and that will give you um, access to direct chats so you'll be able to send me uh, private messages personally and also uh, when I do offer private readings then you'll absolutely be one of the first people that I'll contact and then there is the the free option so that's the option that everyone automatically gets on when they subscribe and you can also gift a subscription or subscribe as a group i have i have yet to work out a discount for group subscriptions now the subscriptions are completely nominal and you can cancel at any time again you won't miss out on much if you choose to subscribe for free I may release some private posts with downloadable content every now and then. You could potentially go on a paid plan to access it and then cancel afterwards if you like. Uh, it's totally flexible and up to you. Of course, your donations are absolutely welcome as it'll help me make more of what you like to hear. So that is a quick snapshot of what Substack is all about and how you can go on to support me. I mean, just by listening to this podcast you're already supporting me so thank you so much and to uh returning listeners i really appreciate your time and i absolutely think it's wonderful that um you're still here listening to me i'm absolutely so grateful for that and for new subscribers and new listeners very big welcome to you and i hope you enjoy these episodes and you take something away from them and I really look forward to enjoying the next episode with everyone. So until next time, thank you friends and happy tarot reading.